Good morning, everybody. Um, my name is Imran Majid. I come from the Cape Flats. But um, I got saved on the soccer field, you know, but it took one person to come and share the gospel. I was sitting on the soccer field and this guy came up with a Bible in his hands and he said, Hey guys, can I speak to you about the lady that was bleeding in the Bible, how Jesus healed her? And I thought to myself, okay, let me move myself way out to the far side and give a chance for the Christian guys. And this guy was like saying that um, this lady heard about Jesus making miracles in the surrounding cities, like in um, all the surrounding cities. But she thought to herself if she could only like just touch him, you know. But to her surprise, Jesus Christ was like there where she was like, you know. And this lady just couldn't just get up and go because she was an outcast from the city where she was from, people that had leprosy and it was unclean. They couldn't be uh, going to the city. So this lady had to face some obstacles, you know, and as she was going to the city, um, she overlooked the obstacle. Then this guy says, you know, um, there was a multitude of people around Jesus Christ and that for her to get to Jesus, it was a mission because she had to push through. Eventually, she reached out and she touched Jesus. I'm speaking the way this guy is speaking now. And because I was sitting more in the left-hand side of the corner, this guy says, she reached out and she touched his cloak, you know. And he says, if she can do it, so can you. And he pointed at me and it's like lightning coming through this guy's finger. And tears from my eyes rolled and the ears of my arms shut up. I didn't know what was happening to me because it was something, it was like a, it's like energy that I can't, I can't explain it, you know, but I know that I got touched on that field because I've never been the same after that day. And a guy came and he hugged me and he asked me if I want to invite Jesus Christ in my life. And I said, yes. And I confessed with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he died on the cross for my sins, you know, that there's no other God but Jesus. I was given a little Gideon's Bible and notes of uh, baptism because they wanted to baptize me right there and then. So I said, no, no, no. Let me rather just read what is baptism about then I can get back to you. And as I was, I put my, my boots around my neck and I'm walking to the car with my bag. And this one guy ran out and he shouted, hey, wait, wait. And he came with a little box. It's called Promises. He says, each Christian has got a special scripture that is in their heart. And he asked me to pull one. And I pulled one card. It's like a light green card. And he told me that I must memorize the scripture. And the scripture was Revelation 3 verse 8. And it says, um, see, I've set before you an open door, a door that no one will shut. For I know you have little strength, for you have kept my word and you have made my name known. And I thought to myself, okay, cool. But I didn't understand that scripture because then I was told to tell the first three people what Jesus has done to my life. And I thought to myself, no ways, I'm not going to do this. As I went home, I decided to start reading because I was told to read the first five books. And as I was reading and I opened because I crossed my legs and I was like sitting to my back and my father never comes into my room. And... As I opened the Bible, there was a scripture that says, If you love your mother, father, brother more than me, that you are not worthy of the kingdom. And I like, closed the Bible quickly, and I thought to myself, Whoa, this is heavy stuff, and I put it very far away. The next evening, I tried it again, but where that scripture was, very far from that, I opened it, and my eyes came to a scripture that says, If you deny me, I will deny you. And my father came in there. 
and he says, hey, where's the pocket keys? And he says, what are you reading? And he grabs the Bible from me, and uh, what have I got to say for myself? And I mean, I was scared. I didn't know what was like going, and my brother heard it, and they came, and they tore the Bible up, and I was kicked out of the house. And with all this commotion, my mother ran out, and I had a carry more bag on my back. And uh, she slipped a sandwich into my bag, and in the middle of the sandwich, after a couple of hours, I had nowhere to go because all the doors were just closed in my face. And then I thought to myself, I've said before you, an open door, but all, everybody's closing doors in my face. And, I, I, you know, I didn't understand it. And uh, I went to go sleep in the graveyard one on the first night. And on the first night, three gangsters came and they robbed me of my last belongings that I had. And the next night, it was so cold, I couldn't feel my knees. And I said, the first one that gives me a place to stay, I don't care who you are, I'll serve you. And I cried out, if you really the true Jesus, your word says that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. And I'm gone. And I see this sign that says, Doxer Family Church. And I went in there and I asked this girl, tell me the miracles I read about in the Bible that Jesus made. Does those miracles still happen today's time? She says, yes. And I asked her, okay, but there in the book of James, there's a scripture that says, the prayer of a righteous man has a powerful effect. Now you're a righteous person. Pray for me that God can provide for me. And we prayed and we prayed. And the third night I went to go sleep again in the graveyard. No doors open. And then I thought to myself, no, man. And I went back to this girl. And I said, look, here, nothing happened. You must pray for me again. And after she prayed for me, I realized that I was in somebody's car, in, on his way to his house. This man has got a big house, and he's got an outside garage. He didn't put me outside his garage. He put me back in his house, and, and, and God has provided for me supernaturally, you know. And, but I want to tell you, when I ate that sandwich that my mother gave me, it was like, I thought it was a piece of lettuce that got stuck in my mouth, but it was like a little paper that says, my son, if Jesus can make you a better person, then I'm with you. And that words hit me, you know. And I was disowned by my whole family, excommunicated. They kicked me out with only the clothes on my body. And, you know, it's hard to start your life from scratch again, you know. But like um, Nehemiah 5.10 says that the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And that if I must delight myself in the Lord, that He will give me the desires of my heart in Psalms 37. And, you know, I, I love the Psalms because, um, and Proverbs because it says that you must meditate upon the Word day and night, and every moment I get, I read the Word, you know. Uh, it's, it's really, really, really puts my heart at peace. And I really just want to challenge you guys. There's a lot of people there that, 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 that hasn't heard about Jesus Christ, and especially where I come from. If I'm, I'm telling Uncle Barney and Trevor now this morning, when I go, went to go wash my face this morning, um, I didn't realize that when I looked at myself in the mirror. I used to have a beard and everything, but you know, the Word of God says, Behold, I make all things new. <laughs> I just ask you guys to pray for me because um, I'm only human being also, and there's a lot of stuff that I still think about my family. It's hard for me to, you know, the Bible says that we must forgive those that harm you. And I mean, to think for the 28 years of my life, the same people that sheltered me, put me through school, is the ones that is against me. And the Sunday when I was in the church, my mother passed away. And uh, it's like all these knocks coming to you, you know. Like, then I think about, you know, uh, 
David, he had a lot of knocks, but God rose him up, you know, for his glory. And I don't want you to look at me, but just look at what God has done inside me, because God looks at the heart. I don't want all the glory. All the glory goes to God, you know. And I really just want to encourage you guys. Prayer is very important. Very, very important, because look at Job. He lost everything, everything. But in Job 42 verse 10, after Job's friends prayed for him, he became prosperous again. So there's a lot of people there that hasn't got. We must try, we must live out our lives as Christians because we must be prepared to be the stone that David threw to Goliath, you know. We must be, have that boldness like um, uh, Joshua. We must be bold and courageous. So I'm just asking you guys to pray for me that God can strengthen me with the full arm of God that one day I can go back and because, I mean, they need to hear this gospel of Jesus Christ. So I just want to give God all the praise and all the glory.